You've made attempts to read different sections of the Bible with varying levels of success. But if you are going to be a lifelong student of the Word, you must show perseverance. Each of us needs a long-term plan for spiritual growth. It's time to go the second mile in studying the Word. Hey, this is Travis Agnew. Thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 541, where he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile. This podcast exists to help the uh, average disciple of Jesus Christ not settle for average, uh, to continue to follow him as closely as we can. And so uh, this uh, last few months, I've been taking the podcast episode and giving a goal of people to read through uh, a section of the scripture called the Word 100 Plan. Uh, On my website, travisagnew.org, I've got a Bible reading plan that gives you 50 key Old Testament readings and 50 key New Testament readings in the last 15 episodes. I've walked through uh, the grand narrative of Scripture, kind of highlighting those things to make sure uh, as people were reading through it, they would either understand what they were about to read, they had read, or if they weren't doing the reading plan, just to get a kind of uh, understanding narrative theology approach of how the Scripture is put together. But I want to wrap up kind of this section with this episode about how do you study the Word when you fumbled? Um, Because one of the greatest um, just mishaps that I see in a lot of Christian lives is that, yes, the Bible is a big book. Yes, there are some complicated sections through it. But uh, too many people give up, and they give up when they have a goal. Uh, and in that goal, they really don't have a plan of what should take place when they mess that goal up, when they when they fumble along the way. And um, instead of picking the ball up, they find themselves just bemoaning the fact that they fumbled in the first place. And just like if they have missed a meal, instead of going and getting something to eat right away, they just decide that they're just not going to eat again. And we don't do that in any other aspect of life. We, uh, But only when it comes to reading Scripture do we just give up once a goal has not been met. And so I just have to believe in this wonderful uh, folks that would uh, graciously listen to this podcast and for whatever reason have connected with it, uh, that maybe some of you out there have read the Word or tried to but fumbled along the way. And maybe you don't uh, know why or how to help. So what I want to do today is I want to talk to you about what I do specifically, and maybe it'll work for you, maybe it won't. And then I want to talk to you about what you do when it doesn't work. And when you fumbled, uh, what's the way that you need to continue going forward? So I hope this episode will help you regardless of what your reading plan is. Go forward together. So I want to be as practical as I can to help you in a Bible reading plan that works for you. And uh, this is going to feel more um, productivity, life hack kind of uh, next few minutes. Uh, but I think it's important because I'm going to be straight with you. Um, a lot of the mentors in my life have told me throughout the years, you need to have um, a Bible reading plan or you need to have a quiet time. And yet I've rarely had people actually sit down and show me how to do it or how they would lay it out. Um, I just had, uh, at the time I'm recording this, just sat down with a group of guys that I'm discipling and mentoring, getting ready to go in the ministry, and I had a special uh, guest mentor for the day. And it was so interesting. I saw it happen again. 
um, gives big picture of uh, something in his own life, but where it came down to, they just wanted the brass tacks. Like, tell me practically how you do it, right? Like, what does it look like? Like, they want to know what time you wake up in the morning, how long is it, what are the things that go on, uh, just because those are things that we we miss, right? And so I just want to let you kind of uh, a picture it into how I've been developing and um, and what has worked and what's not worked. I'll say this, um, if you can, I would encourage you to make um, time with the Lord, uh, opening up his word and praying to him the first part of your day. Um, I, I, I would rather it be a part of any part of your day rather than no part of your day. But I just know this, that um, nobody wants me early in the morning but Jesus. Um, and I'm really no good to them until I'm good with him. And, and so for that, I really try to prioritize that the first thing that I do uh, is be uh, in, in the Word with Him. Now, there's also other things that I like to do. Um, I like to get up in the morning and I like to read books or write. Uh, I like to work out. But I will say this, if I'm going to prioritize anything, my soul needs more work than um, my body does. Um, and my body needs a lot of work, but my soul needs it more. My soul needs more work than my work needs work and the projects I want to be on. And so that's so key. And so um, through a lot of different things, I know this. When I have failed to have that time in the morning consistently, there's always conflict. Um, if I stay up too late, that pushes it back and that pushes everything back for the day. So sometimes I find myself staying up late at night for what purpose? To, to watch an extra game that I could see the recap on later to stay up and, and maybe just continue to work when in reality there's nothing else I need to get done. Um, and so to find that time where I'm getting to bed at a decent time, waking up at a decent time, and and this is so key, having a plan that you know what you're going to do. It's not helpful to open up the Word uh, and just randomly pick a place. You need to know where you're going. Uh, I would also consider this. You don't need to come up with a plan that is too big for any type of thing that you can pull off. You need to find little baby steps of success. And along the way, find yourself building up to bigger steps. Too many people have decided they were going to read the entire Bible before they'd gotten in, even read through it, a complete longer book, like, say, Psalms or Matthew. And I just think that's honestly just spiritual suicide. You're asking to get frustrated and uh, and to lay down and not finish what you've done to get in some reps. And so what are some significant reps? You have to have a plan as you do so. And so one of the things that I would encourage you is that you need to have, this is what you're reading through. And maybe it's not the Bible right now. It might be this 100-day Bible reading plan. Or you may say, I'm reading through the book of Ephesians. And I'm reading, I'd rather you read something consistently and know where you're starting and stopping for a period of days or weeks than to make a long overarching goal when you know good and well that you struggle in those areas. So this is where you've got to know you, how you're wired, and then how to kind of trick yourself a little bit to ensure that um, what's going to work for you because you're wired differently than everybody else in your life. From your spouse, your parents, your kids, your friends, your accountability partner, you're wired differently and you have to learn what works for you and not anybody else because um, you need to figure out what are those motivating factors, what are those uh, lines of accountability that you can align yourself with to have long-term success as you undertake reading the Bible.
So if you will allow me to get stupid practical with you for a second, um, I want to share with you that for years, my wife and I have learned that we just learn and organize and do things differently, right? So, and at one point in life, I remember I was trying to like share, oh, you need a task management system like I have and try to like say, you need to do that. Well, reality, she's more analog and I'm more digital, right? There's certain things that she likes to do. And, and if you take models that work for me, they don't work for her. If you take models that work for her, they don't work for me. So I'm, 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 I'm concerned about sharing how practical this is, but I'm going to share this and realize probably only 5% may even connect with, oh, that makes sense. I could resonate. Some of you could copy the system that I'm using right now and I'm no, and, and, and be, you know, right on with it. Some of you would frustrate you and what you need to do is go, I'm not wired like that, but I do need to find some system. Let me tell you what my system is right now. Um, I have a to-do system that I put everything in my life in called things. Um, really creative title, I know, but the task management system, it's on my computer, it's on my phone. And in things, there is reoccurring list of things that I do. I'll put in daily task lists that I need to have, and some of them are recurring. Right now, I have my Bible re- uh, load, Bible reading plan preloaded in that system. So I'm doing a Bible reading plan that goes through the entire Bible through a year, but through seven different genres. So Sunday is through the epistles. Mondays is always going back to the law and, and so forth. And so what I have in that task management system is... Every Sunday it comes up, um, read uh, epistles. Uh, and and then within that, and then on Monday it's read law and to back, go forth through that way. And so it's a reoccurring task list. So every Sunday I know that's something that I need to do. Now hopefully I go and do it without having to look at it, but it's a good reminder because I'm wired that I operate from everything that I do, from family and work and spiritual devotion and workouts. I need, there's too much going on and I need to be reminded. So in that things list, there is my reading. And then I open up the Bible and there's already a printed cardstock, um, year long plan of what my reading is. And so I, the, the to-do list alerts me to what I need to do. Uh, what section, then I open that cardstock thing and I am tracking it as the year goes on. And so once I read that passage, I take a check mark, I knock that off of my, um, and you know, on, on that list, and then I have completed it on my to-do list. And that may sound very mechanical to you, um, but I'm telling you, it works for me. Now, I can't get mechanical and not devotional, but the mechanical drives me to the word, reminded me of where I am, and it helps me in the morning because I don't have to worry, what am I going to read today? I know exactly. And then I have a year-long plan that's on the the uh, analog side, right? Uh, an actual sheet of paper with an actual pen where I'm marking off and seeing progress and helping me go forward. And I'll say this, um, I've done different plans. And even as a pastor, even as somebody who writes and talks about reading God's word, there are times where I will miss days, if not weeks, and even times in my ministry life and adult life where I've missed months of personal time in the word. Since I've been doing this system of a digital to-do list reminding me, preloaded, reminding me of what the, the plan is for the day that sits there until I say I've completed it with a printed off list of my reading plan for the year, I have not missed one single day since I've started that system. Now that system will work for some of you. It will not work for all of you, but for me, 
It's been perfect. And I haven't, and I, I've probably had more consistency in God's word than I've had in a long time because I've studied myself, know what are those kind of things that help me remember and keep moving forward. So I find myself wake up in the morning. It's already, I already know what I'm supposed to read. I go through it, and there's these helpful reminders of just making sure that I don't veer off from it. Now that works for me, maybe not for you, but learn from that, tweak your own system, and make sure you have a consistency in how you read God's word, not just for a day but for the long haul. I hope to see you on the second mile.